Hi, this is Mo Oster, MISNY's Senior Vice President for Advocacy. I lead a team of lobbyists fighting for you in Albany and sometimes in Washington, D.C. With the state budget deadline of April 1st, just a few days away, state budget negotiations are heating up with the State Assembly and State Senate advancing their respective one-house budget proposals. These budget proposals are essentially recommendations for how each house would address various aspects of the state budget and identify the positions on these issues as they begin negotiations with the governor's office. We are generally pleased with how the Assembly and Senate addressed each of the many concerning proposals that were contained in the governor's proposed budget back in January. They both recommended that the proposal to impose a 50% cost share on physicians for their excess medical malpractice insurance coverage be rejected. They both also recommended that proposals to curtail due process protections for physicians when a complaint has been filed against them with the OPMC be rejected. They both also recommended the rejection of an across-the-board 1% Medicaid payment cut and rejected proposals to eliminate the ability of a physician to apply for a year-to-year -year waiver of e-prescribing requirements. There were some minor differences in actions on some of the issues that we've been focused. The Assembly recommended the rejection of the multiple proposals in the governor's budget to expand the scope of activities for pharmacists without the coordination with a physician, while the Senate rejected most of that but did agree with the governor's budget proposal to increase the number of immunizations a pharmacist could provide. The Assembly rejected the governor's telehealth proposal, including proposals to enact an interstate compact program to permit New York physicians to practice in other states via telehealth and for out-of-state physicians to see patients via telehealth in New York. The Senate accepted this proposal, but did include a piece supported by MISNI to require payments for telehealth services to be equal to what's paid for services provided in person. To put this all in perspective, the positions taken by the Assembly and Senate are very important steps forward, but they are essentially recommendations and not determinative of outcome. Essentially, using the March Madness theme, survive in advance. Like I said, there remains a lot that needs to be negotiated between the legislature and the governor's office. So please be on the lookout for grassroots contacts requests on these issues. We also urge you to continue to send your letters and tweets on these issues, so please look for these links in today's MISNI e-news. As if all these issues on a state level were not enough, physicians and other Medicare providers face a 2% cut in their Medicare payments starting April 1st if Congress does not act before them. Congress took action multiple times last year to halt the implementation of this cut to help physicians and other Medicare providers manage the financial consequences of the pandemic. However, the latest delay runs out on March 31st. While substantial advocacy efforts were undertaken by the AMA and medical societies across the country, push the halting of the sequester cuts into the stimulus package. It could not be included due to rules of the U.S. Senate as to what is permitted to be included in a what's called a reconciliation package, which is how they pass the stimulus, which only requires that there be a majority of senators in favor, or 51, as opposed to other legislative bills that must be passed in what they call regular order, which needs 60 votes to avoid a filibuster. 
Today, the House of Representatives is passing, or in the middle of the vote right now as I speak, to prevent these and other cuts from going forward. Importantly, it looks like the bill has some bipartisan support. However, it is unclear if this will be passed by the Senate because of various political considerations regarding the concern by some regarding the size of the stimulus package adopted a few weeks back and how those items together could cause excessive federal budget deficits. Please stay tuned for further updates and requests to take action. Turning to upcoming educational programming, please put on your calendar next Wednesday, March 24th at 7.30 a.m. for MISNI's next Medical Matters CME program, Three Coronaviruses in Three Decades. And of course, please go to our CME website, cme.misny.org, cme.mssny.org, for a litany of recorded content, including our recent three-hour Physician Advocacy Day program that took place on March 2nd, and our popular Veterans Matters and Medical Matters programs. Thank you again for taking the time to listen to this podcast and for your ongoing commitment to MISNI and your County Medical Society and, of course, your patients. We are certainly going through a very dynamic and fluid time on a number of far-reaching healthcare proposals, so please be on the lookout for further requests or grassroots action. We will speak again next week.